This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Some of the topics are addiction, fear, faith, self-compassion, relationships, codependency, emotional intelligence, and more. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Sometimes we let life guide us, and other times we take life by the horns. But one thing's for sure, no matter how organized we are and how well we plan, we can always expect the unexpected, says Brandon Jenner. In this episode, my guest is Jill Kay, and we talk about unexpected chains and how health and wellness can create quality of life for us personally and professionally. Before Jill Kay had her children, she worked in advertising. It was a great profession for her, very exciting, but also very stressful. When she had her first child, she decided to leave the business to stay home with him. Later, she found herself a mother of two, going through a divorce and having to go back to work. Reestablishing her career in advertising was not a viable option for a number of reasons. So Jill started looking for something she could do part-time, something she could do from home. That's when she began the Arborne business. Along the way, she has made lifelong friendships, regained her confidence, and discovered that work can be a lot of fun. To read Jill's full biography, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Here's the interview with Jill Kay. In your own words, who is Jill Kay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would say that I am first and foremost a mom. And I am recently a wife. I've been married now for only uh, a year. So that's exciting. And I think people would describe me as being introverted, which is surprising to a lot of people being that I'm, I wouldn't say I'm outgoing, but I'm very friendly, but I am very introverted. And I guess another word to describe me would be creative. That's wonderful. Thank you. 
So before we begin talking about life change, health and wellness, I have a few general questions that I mentioned before recording uh, the uh, warm up questions. The first one is, what is to be a good person in your opinion? One word, integrity. That, that to me is the most important thing. Do what you say you were going to do and be true to, you know, be true to yourself. But integrity is so important to me. And I think that that sums it up with being a good person. Yeah, that makes sense. And of course, you would say that you fit that description. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Yes, I do try to, um, you know, have integrity with everything that I do and, and who I am. Absolutely. Right. What motivates you to be a good person, to do good in the world? You know, I do believe in karma. What you put out there um, is going to come back to you. So I always try to do the right thing. And, you know, I think it's important to, to be a good person, whether, um, you know, whether, whether it benefits you or not, it's important to do the right thing, be a good person and just give back. And I think that um, whether you realize it or not, it makes you happy if you feel good when you're doing good. You know, like I said, whether it benefits you or not, just knowing that, you know, you're giving, paying it forward. Mm, yeah, so true. You mentioned karma. Is that a religious belief or just a philosophy of life? It's a philosophy for me. I do believe that what you put out will come back, um, positive or negative. <laughs> so you don't want to do, you know, you don't want to do anything negative. I definitely believe in, in karma. Mm, it's almost like a scientific thing too, because even if nobody knows that we are doing things that, that they are harmful, we will know, we will feel the effect, right? Mentally or physically. Absolutely. What do you think is the world's greatest need? I think just overall kindness by everybody kindness. Uh, how do you define kindness? Not having any personal agenda and just helping others. A lot of people say, when I ask the question, they say love. It seems to me like kindness might be within this idea of love. Uh, do you agree? I agree. There's all different types of love, you know, though, because you can be in love. You could love somebody, but not necessarily like them. So, I, I mean, for me, I think kindness and respect is important. And then love, if, if, if you're kind and you're respectful, then love will follow. They are like children of love. <laughs> I guess. Yes. <laughs> or maybe parents of love. Right, right. Do you believe in God? I don't know if I necessarily believe in God, but I do believe that there is something out there. I'm not quite sure what it is, but... Um, I do believe that there is a higher, a higher being or somebody that, or something that is watching out over everybody. What do you think of the purpose and meaning of your life is? Again, I bring it back to my kids. I mean, it all comes, you know, I, I, I want to um, be a good role model for them and help make them into, you know, help develop them into good people and, and, um, just so that they can, again, pay it forward and, and, and be good, you know, good people whether to everybody. Yeah, that makes sense. Like as a mother, you would say something like that. The purpose of my life is just to do the best I can. So they are with my kids. Exactly. Yeah, so they become beautiful human beings. 
I hear that a lot from parents. Beautiful too. Let me ask you questions about health and wellness. What is your experience, your personal experience with health and wellness? My personal experience, I've always been somewhat healthy in terms of I try to eat healthy. I try to exercise. I've definitely become more educated in the past decade and as I get older and as and as I um, started my business, but I've always been, um, you know, I, I definitely have a sweet tooth, but other than that, I've always tried to to eat healthy and, and to exercise and um, to live a healthy lifestyle. Do you have any, um, I call them healing stories, something that have happened that triggered you to live a healthy lifestyle? I've never had any health scares, if that's what you mean. I did about 12 years ago go through a very bitter, hard divorce, which really led me inward to, I, I don't know if it was so much to live a healthier lifestyle, but to just understand more who I am and, and more spiritually. Does that make sense? Like not, not from a physical standpoint, but um, just more to, to emotional healing. How's that? Yeah, I like that. So it's it's like becoming healthier uh, emotionally, spiritually. How did you become um, emotionally and spiritually healthier? I read a lot. I read a lot of um, self-development books. I read a lot of personal growth books. I listened to a lot of audio. I researched different, I, I would say, I don't want to say religions because it, it wasn't a religious thing, but you know, spiritually. But really, the the main thing is I just read a lot, and I I just totally engulfed myself in positive positive reinforcements. Yeah, that sounds like a, a very good method. What did you learn from reading all these uh, emotional, maybe self developmental um, books? I think it comes down to the imp the importance of having a positive mindset. What you think about, you bring about, and that everything is figure outable and everything will work out eventually. It might not look, you know, at the moment so bright, but there is light at the end of the tunnel and just to keep that positive mindset. Yeah. That sounds like faith. Yeah, it sounds like faith to me in a way. So would you say it that way that you have this positive, optimistic way of thinking that everything in the end will be okay? Uh, but you're not sure. Right. We don't know. I, I don't know if I would call it faith as much as just, you know, again, having that, being a positive person and having that positive and putting it out to the universe. You know, like, again, I said, like what you think about, you bring about and just, I, I do believe in the law of attraction, always putting out the positive and, you know, never, never think negative thoughts or speak negative thoughts. And I, I mean, it's hard to say never because <laughs> of course we all, we all do, but just try to keep positive and, and just know that things will work out. And um, everything, like I said, everything is figure outable. Mm, yeah, I like that. Um, maybe one of my concerns with that method would be uh, trying too hard to hide negative emotions or feelings. Right. I don't, well, you definitely want to let your feelings out. I, I When I negative, I mean, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel angry. I just mean, when negative, I, I mean, um, more in terms of not being sad or angry or frustrated. I mean, those are those are feelings, obviously, and and we all have them. But 
um, and not to bottle them up, you know, definitely let them out and, you know, have a good cry if you need to or whatever. Yeah, it's healing, very much. Yeah, absolutely. But just in terms of your, I'm trying to think of the word, um, how you relate to other people, certain situations, just not thinking or, or voicing negative opinions or thoughts. How's that? Mm, yeah, I think what you, you're saying, I understand it might be assumptions, making assumptions about the others yeah, or situations, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, right? How did you become a health and wellness advocate? Honestly, it happened by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was stemming from my divorce. And it's funny, I put, I, I feel like my whole life is like um, BD and AD before divorce and after divorce, because that really affected obviously my life, but it, it changed so much um, in who I am and, and how I live my life. And so I, I fell into it accidentally um, because I was... Uh, at the time uh, that my that my ex husband left, I was a stay at home mom, home for about ten years with the kids. My previous career had nothing to do with health and wellness. I was uh, in advertising. I was a TV and radio producer, and um, when I was going through the divorce and I needed to go back to work, and I was looking for something that I could do, you know, part time and around my kids' schedule because I still really needed, you know, like I said, first and foremost, I'm a mom. Um, and they were they were young at the time, and and it was a hard time for all of us. So I wanted to really be there for them, and it wasn't like okay, now all of a sudden, mommy's going to leave the house every day and and not be around. Also, so I was looking for something you know that I could do around their schedule and still be a, a present mom. And um, that's when I was introduced to um, the the company that I'm with, and 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 the whole health and wellness, the health and wellness space. So, what is that that you do now? Jill. So I am an independent consultant with Arbonne International, which is a global health and wellness company. I have some of the products. I know about the skin products because you introduced it to me. I really like them. Talk to me about the skin products and then also the other products. Our philosophy is pure, safe and beneficial. Um, and we're all about healthy living from the inside out, our skin care and bath and body products for the outside. But we also um, have nutrition products because it all starts with a healthy gut. You know, if your gut is healthy, it, it will, um, your skin will be clear. You'll be sleeping better. You'll have more energy. So, um, we are healthy. We, we are actually the number one global brand for healthy living inside and out, because as I said, we have top products, uh, topical products, and we also have products, uh, nutrition that we ingest. So, uh, what makes our products unique in the marketplace is I think um, we have a lot of certifications that we're very proud of. So, you know, I, I call them our bragging rights. We are certified vegan, cruelty-free, um, gluten-free, toxin-free. We actually ban over 2,000 harmful ingredients uh, in our products. Um, we're we're non-GMO. We are kosher certified. Um, so we have all of these certifications and, um, you know, just very clean products. Yeah. Everything you said is so true. Um, if you have, if you're healthy from the inside, then the outside will show, right? Absolutely. I mean, you can be using the best skincare ever, but if you're drinking soda and 
eating junk, it's going to show on your, on your skin. So yeah, yeah, you want to be, you know, you want to be healthy on the inside and healthy on the outside. Right. Right. Did you have any unhealthy experiences with products before? I didn't, but what I didn't know was that the products I were, I was using were toxic and had had ingredients that were directly linked to cancer or uh, hormonal issues. I, I just became educated on what I was putting inside my body and on my body. I was always pretty, like I said, I was always pretty um, conscious of what I was putting inside my body. I try to eat healthy, but I was not aware that you know what I was putting on my body was so unhealthy. And your skin is your largest organ. And, you know, we learned that very young in school and everything that you put on your skin, it's a very quick delivery system. It goes into the bloodstream in under 30 seconds. You know, when you ingest something, when you eat something, like if you take a pill or medicine, it goes through the filtration organs. So, um, you know, it does have time, you know, to, um, it does go through the filtration organs. Whereas when you put something on, on your skin, it goes directly in the bloodstream. And that's why, um, you know, the past, so many people use patches transdermal patches, whether for pain or smoking or pregnancy, because it is a a much quicker delivery system. So, you know, people are trying to live a healthy lifestyle and like I said, eating healthy, exercising, and then they're going home and they're, you know, showering and using body wash and shampoo and moisturizers and makeup and, you know, and all these products that have these toxic ingredients. So um, when I became educated, I learned to really be a, a label reader. And that's really what I'm passionate about right now is just educating others and letting them know there are healthier options. And, you know, if nothing else, to look for certain ingredients like parabens and phthalates and mineral oil, which, you know, I used to think mineral oil was something that I wanted in my products um, until I learned that it was actually, um, it comes from the distillation of gasoline and it is highly toxic. It is, um, it, it's, it's the second leading cause of aging next to the sun. Companies use mineral oil as a very cheap filler uh, because it's more cost effective for the gasoline industry to to sell it to the personal care and cosmetics industry than it is to safely dispose of it. And then the yep, the personal care industry, they refine it and they put it in their products as a cheap filler, but it, it feels good. It's emollient, you know, it's it feels good on the skin. But um aside from it coming from gasoline and being toxic, the molecules in mineral oil um, are larger than your pores. So it's like wrapping your skin in saran wrap. It doesn't let your skin breathe, which is the, the main function of the skin is to release toxins through, you know, through our pores, through sweating. So if you're using any products that have mineral oil in it, first of all, if, if the products have good ingredients like vitamin E, vitamin D, and, you know, whatever, um, good things that are in the products that you want to be absorbed, um, you know, into your body, they're not going to be, it's just going to be sitting on top of your skin. So you're paying for things that are not, you know, you're paying for the good things that are just sitting on top, but more importantly, it's, it's trapping, um, any toxins into your skin. So if you're using products with, with parabens, with phthalates, um, uh, aluminum, it's just trapping that, in it's not it's not letting your skin breathe so so if anything i tell people stay away from parabens phthalates and and especially mineral oil wow that was um yeah i had no idea mineral oils i didn't know wow i'm wondering here how do we know what natural skin products or 
or natural products um, in general to choose from because there are so many, right, in the industry. There are a lot. And one of the things that also that I've learned is that just because a product is natural doesn't necessarily mean that it's safe or healthy. I also recommend people look for vegan products because even though personally I'm not vegan, um, I don't want to be using products that have animal byproducts on my skin or ingesting. And like I said, your skin is your largest organ. So unless a product is certified vegan, um, it's going to have animal products and animal byproducts in it. And, and one of the things you know that I learned is something called tallow and uh, which is, is an animal byproduct. And there's the, the industry of animal rendering farms is huge in the United States. And again, it's all about making money and stuff. But um, when, they, when they take these animals and, you know, they could be euthanized pets or diseased animals, roadkill, um, leftover bones and grease and meat from restaurants and stuff, they, you know, they all go to these animal rendering farms and the process that they use, it's like if you, um, they put them all, it, it's kind of disgusting, but they put them all into a big vat and they boil it up and the stuff that comes to the top, they skim it off just kind of like when you make chicken soup, the, you know, the fat that rises to the top. They use that. Um, again, it's very emollient. It feels good because it's greasy, it's fat, it's slimy. But the process um, does not kill off any hormones that the animal, you know, the animal's hormones or if they were diseased or if they were shot up with antibiotics. So again, if you're using these products, those animals, the hormones and, and again, anything, um, you know, the fillers and antibiotics, anything that they might have been shot up with or diseased, you are absorbing that. So, you know, even though a product might say that it's natural, it still might not be necessarily healthy for you. And mineral oil is natural. Again, mineral oil, it's a natural substance, but it's oleum, it's, it's, you know, or petrolatum, um, petrolatum, it's, you know, there are different names for mineral oil. If you think about a jar of Vaseline, it says petroleum jelly. And that's what it is. It's petroleum. And, you know, Vaseline does have does have its, um, you know, if you get a burn and and you put uh, Vaseline on it, you know, it's, it's very inclusive and that's, you know, that's good. You want, you know, Vaseline does have some good, uh, uses, but you definitely don't want to be, you know, putting it on your lips and putting it on your body. And wow, that's uh, that's great, Jill. Thank you, because I am the way I am learning from you now. I know my audience will to benefit from these uh, tips. I wish I knew about all of. I was going to say I wish <laughs> I knew about all of this, like when my children were young, and I was using you know, baby oil, which is a hundred percent mineral oil. And I was using, you know, products on them, um, that were not pure and safe. And, you know, I think not young moms these days, they're, they're much more savvy and they are reading the labels and they are looking for products that are clean and, and don't have the toxic ingredients. So. Right. We should look for certified vegan. Would you say kosher as well or not necessarily? And not necessarily. No, I think that's a personal, that's, yeah, that's a personal thing uh, for, for if something's kosher or not. It depends. I, I don't think that that comes from a, a health standpoint, in, in my opinion. I mean, our, our products are certified kosher, but, you know, but that's so that people that are religious and, and, and um, eat kosher can use our protein shakes and our vitamins and supplements and our energy drinks and, and our products. Yeah. So that leads to my next question about the difference between the European Union and the US when it comes to ingredients regulation. Absolutely. So um, the European Union bans over 1400 ingredients 
in their personal care products, whereas the United States, the FDA bans only 11, and the laws have not been updated since 1938. Um, so, you know, we really have to be our own healthcare advocates. It's, you know, with the FDA, it's, it's again, it's it's all about business and, and money. And, and, you know, one of the things, again, that why I'm proud to represent um, this company is that Arbonne actually goes above and beyond the European Union standards, and we ban over 2,000 harmful ingredients. So um, we really have the strictest ingredient policy out there. So, Okay, I like that. So products that say made in the USA, that's actually, they are natural, organic a lot of times. So that's not necessarily good. Well, it's good to support. Yeah, it's not a good way. I mean, it's good to be supporting our economy. But, you know, you definitely don't want products that are made in China. China, they test on animals and, you know, you definitely want to stay away from that. Um, But again, just because they're made in the USA doesn't necessarily mean that they're healthy for us. And and organic when it comes to um, when it comes to to skincare products, you know, organic. I I try to eat organic when it comes to my fruits and my vegetables. And, you know, organic has a a different, when it comes to food, the organic products definitely are safer. But when it comes to skincare, organic really means nothing. It could, a label could say organic and it could mean that, you know, 2% of one of the ingredients is organic. So um, it's very misleading. I've I've learned. And so the natural label. Absolutely. You know, skincare and shampoo and, you know, anything um, that's not food related. Um, I've learned that it it really is misleading and and it could be, you know, just a little bit of it is organic and they could put the label organic on it. So that means we always should go deeper into um, our own research, right, of what natural and organic really means when it comes to those products. Great. Is cancer awareness also part of what you do? Yes. So um, every I, when I when I learned that um, parabens have been directly linked to cancer, and in, and and also uh, mineral oil has been linked to cancer, and other ingredients that are in the products that people are using. When I when I learned that, and I started my business, um, what I used to do is every October I would donate my commission to um, the Susan G. Komen. Uh, foundation for for breast cancer. Um, however, a couple of years ago, when I met my husband, um, his wife had died from pancreatic cancer, and my um, my sister's best friend recently passed from pancreatic cancer. And I've just found that my, you know my my husband is very very active in um, in pancreatic cancer awareness. And um, specifically, the Lust Garden Foundation, which which you know helps um, raise awareness for pancreatic cancer. So even though I I still uh, in October do everything that I can for breast cancer awareness, what I do now is November is Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. So um, for the past few years and and moving forward, what I do every November is I donate 100% of my commissions to the Lust Garden Foundation for pancreatic cancer research. Um, I know it's very important to my husband. Um, it's also important to me, obviously. And, and like I said, my sister's best friend was diagnosed and within four months, um, you know, a mom of three, it's, it's just, it's, it's so sad. It's, and it's, you know, I, you hear, you know, Alec Trebek now, I mean, you hear so many people and, and it's just it's such a terrible disease. So in November, I, you know, I do what I can and that's my way of paying it forward. That's wonderful, Joe. So you're doing 
two things. One, um, health awareness, health and wellness, just uh, putting out there how how harmful these toxins are. And in, in, in so many ways, we are uh, injecting them in our bodies without knowing, without that knowledge. Right. And they're products that we use, you know, every day, deodorant. Mm, um, oh, know, wow. Yeah, that, right. you know, deodorant, which is, is you know, so close to the breast. And and if, if a deodorant has parabens or aluminum in it, so you just, you know, again, that's what I do. It's not so much about selling as it is about educating people and letting that there are healthier options. And if they can just switch their brand, even if it's not my brand, I mean, I prefer it to be, but (laughs) using, you know, just become a label reader. And, and again, stay away from, you know, any of the, there's a top 20 list. And if you Google the top 20, you know, toxic, most toxic chemicals, again, we've been over 2000, but the, but the top 20 should be easy for anybody just to, you know, to stay away from. Right. Thank you so much for what you do. It has been helpful to me because I use the products and I'm so happy to know that they are healthier than my products that I was using. So I appreciate that. Would you like to add anything uh, before I begin asking you my final questions? Um, not that I can think of, you know, like I, I, I mentioned to you before, um, Valeria, that, um, this is very, very, very outside my comfort zone. Um, and, but that's one of the things also since my divorce that I've learned is that, you know, that's how you grow is by stepping outside your comfort zone. And, you know, if I sound nervous, it's because I am, but um, like I I'm said, glad you did. <laughs> this is totally outside my comfort zone, but, but that's how we grow. So, so by doing things like this, you know, helps anybody, you know, just even, even, you know, do something that they're a little scared of. It's, it's worth it. Right. Right. Thank you again. So my final questions, uh, whatever comes to mind, they are philosophical questions, I guess. The first question is, how do you define success? Success, happiness. If you're, if you love what you do and you're helping others, that's successful. That to me is success. If you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So, you know, having success, um, yes, I'm sure, you know, part of it is, is monetary, of course, because we need that to live. But um, I'd rather, you know, make less money and be happy than make more money and be miserable. So for me, success is, is, is just, you know, loving what you do and, and doing something that is helping others. What is to be strong? Again, I bring it back to my divorce because I, you don't realize how strong you are until you need to be. You know, at the time, if it wasn't for my kids, you know, you realize you, you, you have to literally, you know, get up and keep keep going, keep moving. It was, you know, my, my divorce, I was very blindsided. You don't realize how strong you are until you need to be. Let me put it that way. It was at that time that I realized that I was a lot stronger than I thought I was. And we are so resilient, aren't we, human beings? And kids are so resilient. That's, that's one of the things that I learned also is everybody said to me, you know, the children will be fine. They're resilient. They're resilient. I was more worried about them than I was about myself. And it wound up that they you know, they were much more resilient than I was. <laughs> kids, are, kids are definitely resilient. Yeah. What was the hardest lesson to learn about yourself in life? I, that's a tough one. Um, the hardest lesson to learn about myself. Uh, honestly, I don't have an answer for that. I really don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I can come up with the patent, nobody's perfect, but that's obviously, you know, I never thought I was perfect anyway. Um, you know, I guess the toughest lesson is that 
we we all make mistakes and not everything is necessarily our fault and things happen. But again, it, uh, you can turn lemons into lemonade. Yes, a thousand times. <laughs> um, what is another word for healing? Contentment, anything? Contentment. Yeah, I like that word a lot. That kind of makes me think about happiness combined with peace. It's like inner peace. Exactly. Exactly. Because healing, I didn't want to say happiness because that's not necessarily contentment doesn't, you know, nobody wants to just be content, right? People want to be happy. They want to be more than content. But when you say healing, it's, it's the pro it's a process. So that's why I said contentment because it is, you know, like you said, happiness, but also peacefulness. And it's, it's a process of, of getting to, of healing. It's a process. Right. Right. If you knew you would die soon, Would you make any change about your life? You know, I always say I would never would have married my first husband, but then again, I would not have my children. So I, you know, I don't want to say that. Um, no, I, would, I don't think I'd make any changes because I, I'm really, I think everything happens for a reason. And um, I, you know, I love my life. I love my family. I love it, you know, um, where I am right now. And I, I wouldn't be here if anything was different. So yeah, I wouldn't change anything. Okay, that's great. Yeah, that's that means you're living the life you want to live. Beautiful. Do you believe in life after death? No, I don't. Hmm, why not? You know what? I just think that, you know, when you die, it's it's like you go to where you were before you were born, which is for me, which nothing. we don't remember, right? right. Nothing. So, I, you know, listen, if there, I, if there is life after death, wonderful. And I would love, you know, I would love to, to, you know, come back or, or, you know, have my, my soul or whatever, um, you know, still be around. But unfortunately I, I just don't believe that. I just, I personally believe that, that, um, you have a finite time on this earth and you do, as much good as you can and you leave um you leave a, a legacy a positive you know a good legacy but then it's i think then it's that's it you leave your memories with people what are three things about life you know for sure as of today there are no promises there are no guarantees and things happen i mean those are basically three of the same things said different ways but really that's you know, just that's what live in the moment, be happy, um, appreciate everything, have gratitude, just know that, you know, nothing is promised, nothing is guaranteed and just be grateful for what you have. Wow. I like that very much to the point, very much to the point. <laughs> um, where can we find more information about you, your work, products, services? Yep. So, um, My, my personal website is www.jillk.arbon.com. Um, and if you, if you Google Jill K, I think you might even, it's funny. The first time I Googled myself, I found my, my announcement. <laughs> so that wasn't good, but it's not, you don't find that. <laughs> but, um, I have written some, some things and, um, if you Google my name, you might find, uh, a few things. And I, I am, pretty, um, pretty active on social media. So I do have Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and, and, um, Pinterest. So, you know, you'll, especially Pinterest, I guess you, you learn more about personal things on Pinterest because you have, you know, 
like your dream house, your vacations and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm pretty active on social media and, and just, you know, my website has a, some, a, a bio and some background on who I am and, and why I do what I do. Really great. Thank you so much for our healthy and meaningful conversation. Thank, Thank you so you much, too. Valeria. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Jill K, please visit her website, jillk.arborn.com. That is J-I-L-L-K-A-Y-D-A-R-B-O-N-N-E.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. I want to thank the Patreon members, Lawrence McGrath, Mark Basden, Terry Clayton, and Aidan Vickrock. Thank you again for listening, and bye for now.